Welcome to the Filter Free Friday podcast. My name is Brittany Williams, and I'm here to remind you the distance between the life that you want to live and the life that you're currently living isn't nearly as big as you think. Happy Friday. I hope you're doing fantastic. I hope you're doing a little bit better than me. I am straight up exhausted. Tired doesn't even begin to cut it. Uh, I slept horrendously last night. Like, I literally, like, you know how they say sleeping like a baby, but, like, babies all actually are, like, really bad at sleeping? That's me. Like, I... It just, I, I have been up for way too many hours. I'm a little delirious and I'm going to admit something. I've literally already recorded this podcast and somehow it like deleted itself. So I'm trying not to let my frustration level just boil over. And I'm like, you know what? You're just going to redo it. So if you're having that kind of day, just know you are not alone because it's, 6:45 right now at night and i have uh dinner with my friends in 45 minutes and the concept of going to dinner at 7 30 to me is foreign like i need to go to dinner at 6 30. call me old i don't care but like i need to be in bed at like 8 30 on a normal light night let alone when i slept poorly last night and now so like i need to i really need to pump myself up so this uh, we I'm, I'm, I'm my hope the second time around refilming this podcast is that like i get jazzed i get like a little bit of energy because if not it's gonna be a long night a long night my friends <laughs> um but that's not what i'm not here to bitch and moan okay that was my little bit of bitching and moaning and now it's done we're not gonna complain that's not why you're here you're not here to listen to me. i can complain about some things i am here to tell you a story a silly story about me being completely freaking embarrassed in public uh in the fitness space and i you may not believe it but i honest to god this is true hate working out in front of other people i can do like a group fitness class where like everyone's kind of working out together and in their own little world but like i hate a lot going to a gym and like doing my own thing and like people sitting on the bench in between their sets like looking around and like potentially watching me and it's my job to tell you no one's watching you no one's judging you when you're at the gym like i've said that i would say that to you right now if you're standing here with me i would say that to me but here's the reality i judge people not for their workouts and that's no 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 i'm not that kind of person if you're gonna come to my class you can be overweight you can be completely broken you can have never done anything fitness related at all and i'm gonna find a space for you in my class okay I want every single workout to be approachable for every single human on this planet. I don't care what kind of bullshit you're dealing with. That's not the kind of judge I'm talking about. Like when I'm in a gym and I'm watching other people, I'm judging like their outfits or like what they do in between sets. Like, you know, people do like weird shit. Like there's always that guy in the corner who's like shadow boxing by himself. And there's another girl taking the selfies. That would be me. I would be taking the selfies because that's part of my job. I have no shame, but like, you know, I'm, I'm maybe judging that girl who's like in the locker room, who maybe like is sitting on the toilet for 30 minutes, like trying to like offload one and is like really struggling. And I want to be like, you should just get in the car and drive home. You're going to be so much more comfortable at home and you can make yourself a little makeshift squatty potty. And that's going to be so much more of a cleaner experience than trying to do it here in a public bathroom. Like that's those, these are the kind of thoughts that go through my mind in a gym. And to be clear, I work at a gym and I don't even work out there. Like I... I just, I prefer being home in my own little space 
with my ratty college, you know, t-shirt and like that bra that's lost like all of its stretch and my hair is a hot mess and I can grunt. I'm a grunter also when I'm weightlifting. Uh, I don't like doing that in public either. Like I just, I want to be comfortable. And so I just don't like working out in front of other people. And I know that my job, I literally work out in front of hundreds of thousands of people and I help other people learn how to work out. Like that is a very, working out is a very social experience, very much a social experience for me. And your girl still gets a little nervous, even though, again, I know it has nothing to do with the exercising or the workout program or form, because I know that, that's my job. It's all of the other things, which is just weird, because like I'm not afraid of being judged in other scenarios. I should bring this up to my therapist. This is deep, this is deep, but, the one time that I maybe felt the most judged at the gym was when I was, I think I was probably 23 or 24. It was uh, when I very first had started at UA and there was gonna be a fitness competition. And so kind of think like those CrossFit competitions, but like not that hard of an exercise. So like there wasn't a barbell or anything, but there certainly was kind of these like crazy kind of outlandish exercises and kind of like tasks that you had to accomplish and you were on a team. And when I tell you, now I had a reputation for sure of being athletic, but I was a runner, still am a runner. And if you can just close your eyes and imagine little old Brittany who ran 50 miles a week and just stick and bones. I didn't have one ounce of bicep muscle. I didn't have no back, no nothing. Okay, I just, I could run. I could get from point A to point B and I could get there fast if you needed me to. I could also get there, I could take my time. I can, I can go for a long time, okay? That's what I was good at. And this is right around the time that I ironically uh, was doing, I think Kayla's BBG program, not in a public gym. I was doing it at an ungodly hour in my apartment gym because again, didn't want anyone to see me, but uh, yep, your girl had the PDFs printed out and I was ready to go. That might have, I think that was also right around the time that this, this sweat up, let me do that math. No, the sweat up came later. It was definitely Kayla's BDG program. And then, um, so yeah, so that was me. And I, I had done some strength training, but I didn't know what I was doing. Like I was doing the BBG program. I had tried Nike training club. So I'd done a couple of different like things. Um, but I certainly like couldn't tell you the difference between like a deadlift and a squat back then. Okay, like, like a rudimentary knowledge. But because I was such a good runner, I certainly had this reputation of being athletic at work. And I need you to know that like, when I say I, my, I worked with my friends, like these were like my everything. Like we, you know, carpooled to work together. We hung out on the weekends together. We went to the movies together. Like I didn't have any friends outside of the what people that I worked with. And I worked in a department in customer service where there was like, a, like you know, 30, 40 of us all around the same age, like very much like entry level jobs. So like you just hung with your crew. So like my coworkers very much knew me on a personal level and knew that I was a runner and that I was athletic. So there was this fitness competition that was going on and the way that it was gonna work is I think it was eight weeks. And every single Friday, you would uh, find out what the exercise for the next week was. And you would do this exercise and it's gonna be like, you know, how many push-ups can you do in, you know, a minute? Or how far can you get on an assault bike in a certain amount of time? Or how many pull-ups can you do or whatever? And you would do these kind of crazy, 
tasks and you'd do one kind of exercise or task every single week and you wouldn't know what the next week's exercise was until the week prior and you were on a team and I think it was a team of five people and there had to be one girl so like you can have multiple girls but it has to be at least one and I my good guy friends that were all my co-workers who all were like big weight workout people like one of them like like actually competed in the CrossFit games like these are guys who are like you know they know what they're doing but I mean they probably surveyed the land of what we had going around with our friend group at work and they were like Brittany's the best shot that we have and that they were right okay i was the best shot that they had but again i was a runner not hadn't really done much with the weights hadn't really picked up a dumbbell in a few years you know what i'm saying so i decided to join them and every week the bottom one or two teams like in performance got cut and so each week you would go kind of after work, you could do it anytime on Friday. So there's a gym at, at the office. So you'd go and the people would kind of be there to like watch you, moderate you and you do your thing and you would, you know, hopefully do well. And then, you know, the next like Monday or whatever, they would like come out with the standings of like how well you did. And we each week are just making it. And when I tell you, I was so nervous going into every single one of those little kind of like mini competitions. So they would tell me like, like I remember one, um, one of the competitions was pull-ups and I, like, I barely even knew what a pull-up was. I mean, I, I knew what a pull-up was, but like not really. Like just because your girl played soccer and ran track and cross country, like doesn't mean uh, ran track in college and cross country, doesn't mean like I know, I knew back then what all that I know now. And so I remember I was a member at the gym at the office, which I think we got for free or like paid like 25 bucks for or something. But I went and got a membership at the gym by my house, like, you know, the, the free 30 day trial or something. And then I would go at like 4am in the morning when it was empty and I would practice whatever that week's task was because I wanted to at least have tried it a couple times before I had to do it in public. And I wouldn't even, like literally I went out and got a new gym membership, a second gym membership, just for this period of time, because I was so embarrassed to like work out in public. And again, I don't even know why, like looking back, I don't even know why I had the gym membership. I think I had the gym membership at the office because they had treadmills and like it snows in Baltimore. And so like I would run on the treadmills when um, the, you know, the weather was bad. Like that was it. I literally was paying for gym membership for like the four times of the year that I couldn't run outside. So yeah, so here I was like so nervous every single Friday, like it ruined Fridays for me because I was just sitting at my desk, like sweaty palms, you know, just like nervous. You want to throw up because I'm going to have to, you know, not just work out in front of the other people, but like I'm, I'm performing, like I'm trying to be, I'm in a competition. So fast forward, somehow, somehow we make it to the finals. And the finals are going to be at lunch, at work, in the parking lot. And the cafeteria at work kind of had these like big garage doors that opened up. So everyone came down to watch, like this is the headquarters of one of the country's largest, you know, companies, like brands. Like there's not, this is a like 50 people, I'm talking thousands of people have like huddled themselves around this little, you know, space in the parking lot that 
and the gym fitness trainers have like carved off and they've given us, I'm going to say maybe there's like 10 different, you know, different obstacles or, or tasks or exercises that we have to accomplish. And when I tell you, I was so damn nervous. Like we had to pick like a walkout song. We had like t-shirts made. Like it just, like I was just so convinced that like, any guy that I thought was like cute was gonna think that I was like a dud and was like not cool because I was gonna like be sucking wind in this fitness competition. So there's other, the personal side of me that was like afraid of being judged. And then there was the professional side of me being judged. I mean like all of these people in the crowd are my coworkers. And like one day I might be like interviewing with them and they're gonna be like, aren't you that girl that fell on her face in that fitness competition? Like the sheer amount of like, horror that went in my head of like I don't like working out in front of people and now I have to compete and like in front of my co-workers who 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 talked me into this like I must have been drinking when the boys asked me to do this because looking back I truly don't understand how I agreed to do this so I did it um I don't remember what all of the exercises were but like I do know that like, do you know battle ropes? Like not just a regular jump rope, but like the battle ropes where you could like make waves and all that stuff. We had to jump rope with one of those. Like those things are pretty heavy. I mean, they're significant. Um, and we had to jump rope with those. We had to do a rowing exercise. There was a lot, a lot of things. And those, for those exercises, we did not know what they were until we got to the actual fitness competition. So we got there, thousands of people watching, you know, they're eating their hot dogs and their hamburgers, you know, for lunch, watching, watching all of us work out. And there's, let's call it seven or eight stations. And when I tell you we did so poorly and the other team was like just a little bit older than us. Like if we were 23 and 24, they were like 28, which in the workplace setting, feels like eternity because the 28 year olds look down on the 23 year olds who just got to the work and are just like, you guys know nothing. Like, you know, absolutely nothing. When in reality, the 40 and 50 year olds who actually kind of know what's going on are looking at both of those groups being like, y'all don't know shit. But anyways, I digress. So, you know, I'm nervous because like the, the other team just seems so cool and they're so muscular. I'll never forget the girl on that team too. I actually played her a lot in, I played on a flag football team and she was just so good and she was just so like, I don't know, she just, she was a beast of an athlete. You know, you know, you should know that, just that athlete. I was a tomboy, I was athletic, but I played soccer and I ran track. I long distance too, I wasn't a sprinter. Like I didn't do anything cool. I can just hang on. I got stamina. Your girl's got endurance. Her legs can move. So we sucked. I like I was really bad at the like weighted jump rope because you know the the jump rope felt like it weighed as much as I did. Now trying to get it around my head, I was miserable. The I remember on the rower, my foot got stuck in like the strap, so it like we lost a ton of time because I couldn't get my foot off the strap. I had to like take my my foot out of my shoe and then yank my shoe off of the rower. The whole thing was max level embarrassing and max level embarrassing in front of your coworkers is even an extra level of max level embarrassing. And we were definitely losing. Like there's just, we, I don't think we won. I don't think we won any of the comp, any of the exercises. And it's just like a straight first time, I think. 
And so we get to the end, we're losing my pride. I'm like, you know, I'm not crying, thank God, but I'm like, you know, picking up the pieces of the dignity that I have left that are just shattered on the ground. Like I just, you know, I just, I just, I didn't, I was stunned. I didn't even know what to do. And then the MC, the DJ goes, and we have one last surprise uh, exercise. And the crowd goes, oh, a surprise, a twist. And here I am, my, I got like boob sweat, my ass is hanging out of, out of my leggings, I'm exhausted, I'm tired, I'm at work. And I'm just like, you cannot throw one more exercise at me. And I look up. And they have, they have made a square in the middle of a parking lot. And you had to run so many laps equaled half of a mile. And for those of you not in the United States, a half of a mile, it's 800 meters. That is two laps around a track. And they had these cylinder blocks. Like, you know those big cylinder blocks that they like, I don't, what do you even do with the cylinder block? You build things? Anyways, I Googled this before, I, before recording this podcast. A cylinder block is 38 pounds, which is around 17 kilos. So just keep that in your mind. 23-year-old Brittany ain't lifting shit. She's just running. She ain't got no upper body weight, okay? No upper body strength. If you've ever done Kayla's BBG back in the day, I wasn't at the gym with no squat rack. I was doing burpees. If you've ever taken Kayla's class, you know the girl loves a burpee. So... I look and it's gonna be a running exercise. And there were five of us and there were, I believe five or maybe eight, uh, uh, some sort of number of cylinder blocks. And every single individual, the cylinder blocks were like numbered. Every single individual cylinder block had to make it a half mile. So not every person had to run the half mile. Again, that's 800 meters, two laps around the track. But, so that means that someone could run twice with two individual, you know, cylinder blocks. But every cylinder block had to go the distance. And I look at my teammates and you would have thought we just got back from, you know, I, I don't know. But just like they were, they were dead. There was no energy left. I was dead. I had nothing to give. But I'm looking at this and I'm like, this is the one thing I can do. Your girl can run. Can she run holding cylinder blocks? Probably not, but there's only one way to find out. So your girl, I started with one. We all started with one. And you start running and you're you're getting scraped from the from the cylinder blocks and it's rubbing all up on my bra. And I remember my like chest was getting scraped and just it's just it's they're they're made out of like cement. It's not pretty. This wasn't cute. But I'm I'm running, I'm going, I'm getting through, and I'm passing people, and I'm easily the fastest person there. I mean, like I told you, I can go the distance, I can keep up. And so eventually, you know, my teammates are like stopping, they're panting, they're taking breaks, breaks, people are dropping the cylinder box. So eventually I pick up two cylinder blocks. And I'm like, at first I was holding them kind of like on my forearms, and then I kind of was holding them like suitcases by my sides. And your girl was running with two cylinder blocks. What's 38 times two? That's 76. That was more than half of my body weight. I am running with these cylinder blocks. And when I tell you, I just got this like sheer, like I know we're gonna lose, but I'll be damned if I don't shine during the running exercise. And when I told you we lost, we lost bad. But I had my little, my little glimmer of hope 
in being able to outrun like grown ass men holding multiple cylinder blocks. I wish I had a picture. I, wi I, I wish we had video, a picture, something. I promise it's all true. Okay, I just, you're gonna have to trust me on this one. And I just remember, well, the worst part of the whole entire situation, it wasn't even the fact that we lost. The worst part was that I had to go back to work. Like this fitness competition was from like 12 to 12.45 and I had like a one o'clock meeting. So, you know, like I had to like rush into the shower. You know, when you take like, first of all, the public showers, like just at work are just like not the experience that you want. And then I remember like, you know, that post-workout sweat you know how bad it is when you take your new rush a shower right after you work out and you don't take time to actually cool down your body you know how that's like the worst sweat of your life now imagine putting on denim jeans and like a bra like a real bra with underwire i know we don't wear those anymore post pandemic but like just imagine and then putting on like a like a silk blouse or like something that's like a little scratchy and then sitting in a conference room like with my boss talking about like supply chain issues at one o'clock on like a Tuesday after you just embarrassed yourself in front of all of your potential bo future bosses at this company and all of your potential future friends, like anyone who ever is gonna interact with you just saw you suck wind publicly in front of thousands of people and I'm sitting here now in my jeans, sweating in my denim, are you kidding me? That was the worst part, I'm gonna be honest. That was the worst part. But I think that what I kind of learned was that like I was convinced that for the next like year, people like every time I met someone new at work, they're gonna be like, oh, yeah, weren't you that girl that did that got her shoes stuck in the rowing machine? Like, oh my God, weren't you that girl? When I tell you not one person ever made no notice, not one person ever said a thing. Like sure, that day, the day of the competition, people came up like, oh, good job, Brittany. But when I tell you the next day, I'm sure Tom Brady or Cam Newton or someone came to visit and people were on to the next story. No one gave a shit. No one gave a shit about the fact that I did poorly at a fitness competition. And here I was thinking it was the, my failure was going to define me for forever. My reputation as an athlete is crushed. I'll never get a job because I'm not athletic. Like that's the thought that was in my head. And I'm telling you, I could probably ask nine out of the 10 friends, you know, that were still there that I still talk to. And I probably, I bet you none of them remember it. Not one. Do you know what I'm saying? And I thought that this was just going to be the defining experience and it wasn't. And that's kind of what I need you to take into your experience in your life. Like when you're sitting at the gym or you got something embarrassing happening to you, like stop acting like your life's ending. It's the freaking gym. You know, someone's gonna, if you stink up the bathroom, if you leave a stanky ass bathroom, you might get a little bit of judgment for that, okay? I can't, I can't help you with everything when it comes to the gym. But like, if you go into the, those gross ass showers and you don't wear flip flops, uh, uh, you, there might be some judgment coming your way for that kind of behavior. But no one's going to judge you for having a bad workout. Okay, so you loaded up that squat rack with double plates on both sides and then you got to one rep and you're like, shit, I can't do this. I got to unload it. No one cares. So you get to your workout and you do one set of everything instead of like four. No one cares. No one cares that you have to use half the weight that you normally do. No one cares that you showed up, your period started when you got to the locker room and you just packed your bags and you left. You didn't even ever worked out. 
No one cares that you were literally walking on the freaking treadmill when in reality you had a whole plan on how to, I was going to do all these things and I was going to do this, that, and the other, and you just end up walking. No one gives a shit. I'm not saying that no one gives a shit about you. I'm just saying that we all have a human experience where we realize we all have bad days and we don't let those bad days define who we are. No one cares. Like, I care for you. I do. But I don't care if you have a bad workout. And no one else does either. Like, I learned. I learned that fair and square. I learned a lot of things since then. Look at me now. Look, look, look how far we've come. I ain't getting my, my shoes stuck in a row or no more. And I probably could do some weighted jump ropes if I tried because your girl's been lifting some weights. It's been, it's been 11 years since that competition and your girl's learned a lot. Put me back in, coach. She's ready. And so are you. You're ready to go after what you need to. You're not going to have great days. You're going to embarrass yourself in public. And you just got to, you know, film a podcast about it. And then you'll feel better about it. Just start a podcast and you'll feel better about it. <laughs> you can laugh about it 11 years later. Okay? But don't be stinking at the bathrooms. Okay? If you, it, like, you know, after you work out, like that, it gets the digestive system moving. Don't let people judge you for locker room behavior. That's where the judgment really happens. If you are afraid of being judged in the gym, maybe don't go to the locker room. Okay, because that, at least for the women, that you walk into the locker room and it's like going back to middle school. You know, like having, like I just, in middle school, girls will judge you for anything. And that's how I feel the locker room is. It shouldn't be. I'm not saying that this is the right thing. Don't, don't blame the messenger, okay? I'm just saying... If you stink up the bathroom often at the gym, you might get a reputation. So maybe you should you should put some poopery. Some yeah, if you, I don't know if you know what that is, but Google it. Poopery, not poopery. Poo, p o o, poopery. Not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> Just spray that shit. No pun intended. You spray that shit in the toilet. <laughs> no pun intended. I literally, you know, just make sure that's not the reputation you have. Okay. Because you're showing up, you're putting in the hard work. And that's what people see. People don't see that, you know, you're tired and that you're half-assing it. You're going through the motions, okay? Okay, I'm going to be late for, for dinner. I got to go. I hope they're okay with me showing up in my, like, PJs because maybe I'll put a, a bra on for my dinner. Yeah, I should probably, yeah, I should probably put on a bra. Okay. I got to get going. <laughs> you guys, it's Friday. Or maybe it's Sunday. I don't know. Whenever you whenever you listen to this, like, I hope you have a big-ass smile on your face. That's what we're here for, okay? Stop taking yourself so seriously. You're not as cool as you think. And just, you just let that ego deflate a little bit and have some goddamn fun. You want to know why? Because it's filter through Friday. I'm in a loopy mood. <laughs> All right, friends, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you got a smile out of that, and I hope you feel like a little bit lighter. That's my goal. Uh, and go and have a happy Filter Free Friday.